Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hotline League episode 92. I know I just, I throw my hands up, people get ex excited expecting me to do something dramatic, and then we just start the show like normal. Uh, again, this is episode 92 of Hotline League. Groups have been drawn. Uh, we're going to talk about that and so much more in this episode. But first, I want to shout out to our sponsors. First off, we have Alienware, and we also have Movement. And we have a third sponsor joining us for this special episode, and they're going to be a mystery until we get into that in a little bit. But regardless, I'm joined by my constant co-host today, Mark Zimmerman. Mark, how's it going? Uh, pretty good. Uh, it was a pretty uneventful week between last week and this week. The only exciting thing was during the show last week, uh, I got confirmed to be doing the Twitch Rivals uh, TFT show match. So I'm excited to have to head down after this show. I'm going to drive two hours to San Diego for a rehearsal tomorrow. Um, so I'm loading up on some energy drinks and stuff to make sure I make it there in one piece. Uh, other than that, oh, we did the writer's room, another a shorter one. Yes. We should say, oh, by the way, make sure, uh, Twitch chat, if you can help me make sure that audio levels are fine. I, I have some people turned down. Mark is still loud? Okay, I'm going to turn him down. Um, but yes, we did do the writer's room. We progressed a little bit more on the, the show that we're working on, which won't come out until Afterworlds, but um, I th I'm feeling pretty good about it. Uh, me too. Off last week. I was in Mexico for the past week, which was sick. Um, I don't know if you saw any of my Instagram stories, Mark. Did you? I don't watch your stories. I, I, I like your, your pictures. I saw you drinking something. I assume it had tequila in it. Else, why are you in Mexico? It was great. I had a really great time. Kelby and I were down there together. I, sw I swam in a cenote. I, a what? It's like there are these, these sinkholes that are filled with water, like natural fresh water, and they, they're they beautiful. Uh, you can look it up, C-E-N-O-T-E. -E. I'm not going to Google uh, they're it. They're on Reddit all the time. I wasn't talking to you. And um, and they, they're just absolutely beautiful. I had, a, I had an amazing time. Would are they recommend. actually sinkholes? Because sinkholes are one of those, like, they're like brain aneurysms, you know? They just... They're just slightly terrifying you at all points of your life. No, no, no. Well, it's not. I don't think it's the sinkhole that you think it is. Either way. Okay, so it's not like the, oh, a sinkhole opened up and ate my house. No, 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 no. It's like a sinkhole opened up hundreds of years ago, and now it's filled with beautiful water and a uh, little fish. I don't know. It was great. Twitch chat can explain. Um, actually, they probably can't. Whatever. Either way, so that was really fun. Uh, I am going to TwitchCon as well. And Mark and I are going to do something at the Alienware booth. We're not sure what yet on Friday, but also I'm going to be competing in the TFT tournament in the open bracket. And I'm hoping I make it into the main event so that, uh, Mark and Mark is your caster announced yet. Your co-caster. I think it's Kobe. I, don't I mean, I know it's that... Kobe. I just didn't know okay. if I was allowed to say it. I don't think it matters. Okay. I haven't heard officially whether or not we're supposed to talk about it or not. So Yes. Well, I want Kobe and Mark to be able to cast my TFT match. So if we get up there, it'll be great. I've, the problem is they're releasing a new patch tomorrow. So I was playing on PBE today trying to get that figured out. Oh, uh, is it the new patch? Oh, shoot. Yes. Yes. So there's the new item. Yeah, the gloves. Yes. Gonna have to watch a lot of streams tomorrow. And Kaisa, people are doing. Yeah, yeah, but I already know about Kaisa. Yeah, I feel like she's she's just like an obvious include in in Rangers and stuff like that. You know, over like Vayne and whatnot. Yes, and probably in Assassins, but 
how the the gloves affect the meta is i think a lot more like i need to see what people are doing with this shit yeah no it's it's for sure interesting anyway uh so we've got all that going on and then uh lpl uh Brode and i are hoping to get the first episode of our lpl doc out this week it was supposed to come out last week but we've had some delays and yeah things are going pretty well uh, but I guess, obviously, the big stuff to talk about in League of Legends this week was their group draw show occurred, and mm-hmm. we have all that. Hopefully, I need to find the graphic before we launch into that first call about it. But um, So we're going to talk about groups, and I'm sure a lot of people want to hear everyone else's opinion on you know what it means that this is, team is here, and here I I'm, I'm, can't wait for the Cloud9 is going to make it out and win the whole thing, and Team Liquid's going to lose, and Clutch will be able to end up in a group that they'll destroy. I don't know. It's going to be great. Uh, the Louis Vuitton partnership got announced, which is, I don't know how many people care about that, but I think is actually a pretty big deal. Um, the World Championship Orchestral theme, I don't know if we can talk too much about that, but it, it happened as well. And then I'm trying to think to if there's honest. anything else that got announced. There's a new logo. Um... Double if talking, uh, shitting on NA solo queue again. Nah. Yeah. Didn't there's only so much you can say about NA today. solo queue. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but obviously the the group stuff is huge and it's going to probably take up the majority of the episode. So I'm excited. Yeah. To I think that. uh, that's, that's where I definitely want to focus. I think there's more interesting things to say about um, the groups and the teams now that we've seen them. I haven't done a ton of VOD review. So... Uh, the most I can say for a lot of is like the top teams in, in the major regions, uh, which is usually what people want to talk about anyways, but I haven't watched much other than whatever was like their qualifying series. So it, it will be pretty limited in scope for me at least. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean I'm not prepared to state absolutes. I do want to say something very funny about the group draw show, which I'm sure won't make it into a, like its own thing. But um, I thought it was very funny First off, I thought the group draw show was a little messy. And I know they kind of always are, but like there was some really rough points. Through it. What's that? I said I slept through it. I just checked. Oh, you slept through it? Oh, I was I was watching it on a beach, which was great. I swam out of the ocean and was like, Oh, Kobe or Kelby, the draw show is odd, and I just pulled it up on the phone and both of us watched it in the sand, which was I think the best way to watch it. But it was very funny because there were points where like Quickshot was like interrupting Frosker and cutting her off. He did that twice. Um, and like uh, just a whole bunch of stuff. Jazuki didn't ever move his hand around in the bowl. Like he never stirred up the the eggs. Oh, he just he sort just, of put yeah. his hand. No, he he move his hand in. You'd see his hand move over them as if he was casting a spell, and then he just picked the one in the middle, which was great. And then the funny thing too was he was Yamato did this too, but it was really bad for Jazuki because he okay. The whole point of this show, this whole show started because the community started and and pundits in the community started saying. You need to make sure that like the draw it's happens rigged, live yeah. because you need to make sure that you're seeing it it unfold so that it's not like scripted or rigged or whatever, right? No one I think would say like that's probably what's happening, but you still want to make sure that it looks above board. Um, but what was very funny to me was Juzuke would pull the egg out and then he'd move his hand behind the pillar and open it like this and then pull the sheet up. So it looked... <laughs> To me, it was like, I mean, obviously, I don't think that he was pitting behind the pillar and then pulling out a different sheet or something like that. But it really defeated the whole original purpose of the show. Uh, so I just thought that that was hilarious. It, looked, it was like, 
And then finally, between like the play-in stage and the group stage draw, they like got him to change it. But it was just, I thought, there were many parts of that show that I thought were really funny. Yeah, I mean, that's especially funny, too, because if someone was rigging it, they would make sure to do it in a much more clever way <laughs> than, yeah. like, <laughs> this guy just being a goon in front of everyone. Yes, yes. It just, it looks so funny because it's like, oh, what's in the egg? But you can't see the egg get opened. There's just a sheet that pulls out. So it's like, the whole point of it was, it was just funny. So, um, anyway... I'm trying to think if there's anything else before we get into calls. Uh, I know we've got our little thing segment here, but if uh, is there anything else we should talk about? Um, no, I think that's a that's a good amount. Okay. Well, uh, if that's if that's that for that, I want to introduce our first sponsor break for this episode specifically. We're doing something fun. I'm hoping that my person is on hand uh, for this. Anyway, happy to announce that this episode of Hotline League is brought to you by Jack in the Box. Uh, they are doing a campaign right now where you talk about Jack hacks, very similar life hacks. You know, you're gaming, you're doing a show, and you want to <clears throat> make sure that you can get some of your amazing Jack in the Box food going for you. And in that moment, you have to come up with, you know, this, what is the jack hack that's going to help you make sure that you can do that? So I'm pretty hungry right now. You know, we do the show. I often have to wait until the end of the show. It's like 10 o'clock at night here in L.A. A lot of places are closed. Um, sometimes I, I go to Jack in the Box. In fact, I did last week. That's a true story. But what if I just had the food available? And I have, um, and he, he's going to love that I'm going to call him this. I have what some might refer to as a personal valet who is able to just deliver me anything. Um, and so my Jack hack, of course, for Jack in the Box is to have Broden just... Broden, are you, were you able to pick up my order? Were you able to pick up my order? Yes, the Jack in the Box. If you're available, that would be great. Um, if, you could, if you could just... <laughs> yeah, that was... Oh. What is? I have no idea what those glasses are. If you, you're definitely eating my Jack of the Box. Yeah, careful with this. It's fragile. Is this the character that you've it's created? Very fragile. Be careful. Be careful. Okay, this is. You've just brought me. All you've brought me is a drink. Soda? Uh, so yeah. yes. And um, I know you love tacos. You know, Mexican food. So. You put this in your back pocket. Yeah. Okay. This was not what we had planned for this segment. Um, but we've got a Jack of the Box taco right here. Go. If you like what that is, hold on, hold on, well, hold on. That's pretty good. Rona is not going according to the script. Look at this, huh? You know, you're going to have to give him a low rating on his delivery service. No really? tip. Go back, maybe huh? complain. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you. That's a good one. You like that? Hold on, yeah. hold on. A great jack-of-the-box burger. Hold on. Wrap, wrap this up soon, yeah. brother, because Mark has, Hold on. Mark has to do his... How much did you get? Get this one. Yeah, okay. try this one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Eat that one. You know, the cop... <laughs> this is not according to the script. <laughs> how, how much did you order? This is a chicken sandwich. Yep, yep. I got a couple chicken sandwiches for you. Okay. <laughs> that one, too. This is good for you. you have to help me finish all this after. Good for you. Okay, okay, we're gonna let Mark. Just Mark. I was more. Mark, what is your. 
What is your jack hack? Uh, I don't have a Broden, uh, so I don't quite have the ability to, um, you know, just on demand get a bunch of food. Uh, so I went with the order in bulk strategy. And so what I've done, uh, if you can see, is I've just gone ahead and filled up my entire drawer with uh, oh, that's so convenient. jacks. Yeah, so I can just go ahead and pop one of these out. Wait, which are those specifically? To... Sourdough and Jack. I'm glad you have variety because I'm a, I'm a sourdough and Jack kind of guy. It's all I eat from there. Uh, and, you know. Nice. <laughs> nice. Mark, this is what we call variety here. Yeah, that's true. Are those chicken? Oh. Actually, this is a chicken strip, right? I'm going to take the chicken strips. I mean, this is the good strategy, though, because as you can see, Broden comes with problems. He's, he's messing things up. He's late oh. with the order. These are onion rings. This is just sitting on ham. Yeah, no, oh. I think your your jack hack might be superior because Broden does it follow the script, whatever. The only person you can trust is yourself, and I'm the one who jams in six sourdough and jacks into my my yeah. drawer. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, thank you very much to Jack in the Box for uh, sponsoring this episode. <laughs> you can set that down and you can leave now, Broden. Oh, these are for you. Um, and, uh, thank you very much to Jack in the Box for sponsoring this episode of Hotline League. We're looking to do another, uh, thing with them soon, so hopefully you can stay tuned for that. And I would encourage all of you to consider your own Jack hacks, um, and get innovative so that you can... <sighs> okay, I'm just gonna put this over here. Get, get innovative with your own Jack hacks so that you can... I don't need any more tacos. Where that that is over, bro. I'll put them here for you. This is the most Broden thing of all time to do is just fight for more camera time. Yes, that's true. It's like you're supposed he, to come craves, in, deliver the food. He creates it at all contests. Oh. Quick cameo and then leave. And he's like, no, I'm going to turn this whole thing about me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you are going to a DJ thing. Oh, that, we did have rope. All right, whatever. Anyway, um, hopefully, hopefully you guys can see the other funny video that Broden and I just got done filming a little bit ago, uh, as well. All right, goodbye, Broden. How much of the living room did you clean up? Uh, is is Yuna coming back to help clean? Okay, could you message her? I've got to do the show. All right. Goodbye, Broden. Yeah. Okay. Um. Mark. Yeah. Shall we get, shall we start taking callers? Because you've got food in your mouth, should I explain how the show works? Yeah, probably. Okay. No, let's just forget the callers. Let's just call it. <laughs> Thanks everyone for tuning in. That's all this episode was. Yeah. All right. Um, well, if this is your first time watching Hotline League, uh, this is a show where we take call-ins and callers. Uh, if you want to do it uh, right now, Mark is linking the discord. It's also, if you're listening online, you want to join the discord, it's discord.gg slash Travis. That's my discord. Uh, go ahead and put your topic in the pleb topics channel. Mark will be pulling people. If you are sub, thank you first off for being a sub and you can be a sub right now for half off in September. Obviously that's very helpful to me. Um, and Mark sees none of that money. And uh, anyway, that also lets you go into the subtopics channel and put your topic there so it you know moves a little slower there you can maybe get a better chance to come in the show 
Um, but we will be taking your callers and make sure calls and make sure that when you are in the waiting room, that you unmute so that uh, Mark can, like, you you don't have to mute your mic. I don't. Mark, how do you? How does it work? I don't normally explain this part of the show. I just go in there and be like, "Hey, what's your topic?" to get them talking, and I just make sure their mic's working. Great. Okay. Well, uh, we figured I pretend it out. Do I that. Forget. Do that. Anyway, as Mark is moving people into the waiting room, want to give a, a few quick shout outs to some subs. And Arrow just subbed. He says, can you give me my money back now? A um, couple shout outs. Raz subbed. Lord Malekith. Hype Love Shack. Wrist Nubs Gaming. Ariffle317. Voyu1. X Solvark. And Quiet Pirate. Thank you all for your subs. Mark, you want to go grab their first caller? Yeah, sure. I'm going to mute myself so I can eat this taco. Mark's grabbing our first caller. And here we are. Kyle, where are you calling from? Hey, what's up? I'm from North Wilton, Ohio. It's near Cleveland. Near Cleveland, okay. And uh, Twitch chat, help me make sure that the audio is fine. Anyway, <clears throat> what do you want to talk about on the show tonight, Kyle? So I believe that TL is easily the most underrated team in all of NALCS history, and they're pretty heavy favorites in their group. Assuming Damwon doesn't get in. If Damwon gets in, they're still favorites, but not heavy favorites. Okay, can you... Are you saying they're favorites like they're the number one team in their group? Yeah. Right. Most likely to get first seed. Do you want to expand on your their underrated thing? Yeah, I mean, I think if C9 or TSM had the same history that TL is, like, the same lineup, everything, same results, that they would be, like, called one of the greatest teams ever like compared to g2 honestly but i don't know the fact that it's tl just people just don't like them that much people heavily underrate them x smithy i think is extremely under underrated as well like a four pete and also beating the best team in the world ig if tsm had done that i just think people would be praising them a lot more than tl is getting it's really weird for me to hear you say that tl's like disliked because i feel like they are liked more than other teams. Like TSM, I feel like, is the one that usually takes more... I mean, obviously, they have a, a crazy fan base, but they also have a lot of crazy haters. I mean, yeah, they're more polarizing for sure, but I do think that, like... I mean, they were considered one of the greatest with a person like Acadian on their team, which I think was, like, not even a top-five jungler. Mark. Yes. Is TSM heavily underrated? Because I or sorry, TL. Because <laughs> I feel like people are rating TL like just as high as they rated TSM whenever TSM went to Worlds in what 2016 and 2017 with the double lift lineup. I think 2016, you might be able to say TSM was high rated. Um, there was a lot of hype about that team and how dominant they were in North America. Uh, I think there's legitimate questions to how good the rest of North America was at the time, comparatively, as well as uh, the fact that they were probably overhyped. Um, so, yes, they are underrated compared to a TSM in 2016, but I don't know if they're underrated relative to their actual skill level, um, which starts getting into a question more about what do you mean by underrated? Because um, if it's from the TSM perspective, I would agree. Like, TSM get, uh, historically got way more hype. Maybe they would have lost at this point now that North America has kind of uh, accepted, I think, more so that even their number one seed is likely at best, like, fifth on the pecking order, or at worst, you know, like, tenth or something. But, like, I don't think that that means that, you know, the TSM back then was appropriately rated. They were just overrated. Um, and this TL feels pretty appropriately rated for me. 
do you think it's reasonable to say that a team that three won the best team in the world might not get out of groups? Like, isn't that underrating them? G two is the best team in the world. <laughs> so, I, everyone was saying IG was the best at that time. Yeah. So, t so to your point, sure. But if damn, it depends who the fourth team is. Because right now, I'm, I'm saying TL should get out of this group hundred percent. Damwon ends up in there. It's starting to get a little dicey. IG is a really yeah. streaky team. Uh, it depends what kind of what their meta read is and how they're playing. I mean, we know how good how good they can be based off of, you know just last year and even even spring of this year. Um, and Damwon can be pretty scary. I think I, I actually really like them. Uh, yeah. So if you get it, so that there's another legitimate contender to get out, I think TL could potentially be in some trouble depending on how their month of prep goes and how their first couple games go, if the, if the pressure gets to them or something, you know. Um, but I agree that they, the expectation for TL, regardless of who else goes in this group, should be that they get out. Um, yeah. But I also I think, think they're getting... Sorry to interrupt you. I also think they're getting held back by the fact that their last MSI, or at 2018 MSI and Worlds, they had Pobelter and Ole. And I feel like people kind of expect the same thing out of TL, even though, like... They had Poe Belter and Ole, which are like not good players, honestly. Like Poe Belter was heavily exploited. I don't think that can happen to Jensen. Ole obviously has like huge um confidence issues. That's not gonna happen with Cordray J. I don't see or hear anybody relating this team. Like, whenever I hear anybody talk about TL going to worlds this year, I only hear it within the context of the two splits this year and MSI. I don't hear them say like, well, yeah, but remember last worlds where they sucked. Maybe I'm missing it, and you've seen it someplace, but I just don't feel like... I don't think you've gone Reddit enough, then, because... I mean, I do I try to avoid it lately. It's been... I mean, yeah, I, it's probably a good idea, but... <laughs> I, I generally see some around the idea that Doublelift has historically not done great at Worlds and things like that. Um, with his MSI last year, and this year being two of his most standout accomplishments... Um, and so I, I've seen some, some criticism from people on Reddit just saying, like, you know, Double if generally speaking, doesn't get the job done at Worlds. Um, but I haven't seen that much about, like, I mean, I think people understand how important Jensen is to this lineup. His Akali play has been really important in pretty much, and, like, his LeBlanc and these kinds of things have been super important in TL's domestic and international success this year. And I think it would be a big mistake to overlook that. The fact that there's no longer a clear liability, the one that people look to the most is probably Smithy. And even then, like, he's pretty good. So I, I don't know. I think when X Smithy is your worst player, that's like a great position to be in. Right. And it doesn't mean that, you know, a team with Broxa, Tarzan, Clid, whatever great jungler you want to mention, can't exploit them. Uh, you know, it's still a point where that's probably a mismatch for the enemy team's favor. But, like, that's going to happen. Like, someone's going to be better on the enemy team. Um, and Smithy is not, he's also not the kind of player where like being individually outclassed is usually going to mean like he's going to get shit on the way a really streaky mechanical player who's outclassed is in deep trouble. Like Smithy's not that guy. Yeah. I also like, they weren't that far from getting, what was it? Were they three, four in groups last time in 2018? They were one game away from winning. Basically, yeah, they were one uh, game out. Got, like, I think they are usually like Peter's teams are usually one game away from getting out of groups. Yeah. And yeah, I think if you were that close to getting out with Poe Belter, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's a different year, though. I I don't I I don't yeah. for the same reason why you think they shouldn't people shouldn't be comparing the TL of last year to the TL of this year. I think they should you shouldn't do that in your argument, right? Like if 
if you don't think what they did last year was applicable, I don't think what they did last year was applicable. Fair enough. Do you, I just think I, their weak thing, points that they had that year were fixed, is what I'm saying, basically. Well, one, I mean, sure, but who knows? I mean, G2 didn't have too many problems, and they sure fixed those. So, like, yeah. it's, it's all relative. Um, one thing I did want to go on before we move on to the next caller is you mentioned that you feel like they're the favorite in the group, so you rate them higher than IG. Yeah, I mean, they 3 one IG, and I'll be honest, I don't watch China, but I've been hearing that they've been slumping a lot, IG. And I think if you can beat IG in their prime, I don't see why they would be an issue now. Mark, do you feel like that's fair? Yeah, I don't think it's that wrong. I think... Um... For the most part, IG is not quite the like the dominating, scary wheel like gods that they were. Like rookie was kind of the best player at twenty nine or twenty eighteen world. Excuse me, heading into it, a lot of people had that opinion, and he kind of showed that like he showed on every single mid laner he played against, basically. Um, and I don't think he's been playing quite at that level. People say Jackie Love's been playing better. That's probably true. The shy has been a little hit or miss, but. Uh, that's kind of his play style, I think. Um, and I don't think the carry meta is quite as powerful as it was for top laners at Worlds last year. We'll see if that changes, you know, when the tournament actually starts. Um, but it does feel a little bit uh, hampered. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think, you know, Ning is also, uh, was really struggling. And, you know, they've been substituting people. So, I don't know. I think it could go... I would say heading into it, I would expect Team Liquid to be better. Um, you know, Leyen's been good, but I would expect TL to be better. Um, but with the caveat that, like, this is still the, the the team that won Worlds for the most part last year with all of their best players still around. Like, Baolan might not be the idiot that he was in their series from, from MSI. You know, you talk about things that might stay the same. There's also things that might change and stuff like that. So... <clears throat> Are we gonna? Do you think there's other TL topics, Mark, that you've pulled? Um, I forget to be honest. Okay. Well, I want to. I'm gonna go on the record and be a little down on TL in this call, which is gonna blow people's minds. But I'm actually pretty worried for them. I think they just started scrimming after having a really long break. I'm worried that they could end up with like the G2 vacation memes, and. Like, I mean, it's obvious that they're not, they haven't been scrimming a ton because Doublelift has been streaming a ton. Um, and they just went over, they went over to Europe later, later than Cloud9 and possibly later than Clutch. I think Clutch might have been over there before then, too. I'm and, over there in plans. Yeah. And so I am just a little more nervous than I think some people for what state TL is going to show up in. Because I am, and by the way, I think it's great that they had a break beforehand. I am worried about how long that break was. And yeah, I'm just a bit nervous, you know, like when you yeah, see, I think what I'm say is, Oh, go ahead. People were saying they were nervous about the first time they went against C9 and they three of them. People were nervous versus TSM and they won that. People were nervous when they went against C9 sure. the second time and they won that. People were nervous when they went against IG, rightfully so, obviously, but they three won that. I think yes. people, this is what I mean. People I weren't nervous when they went up to, against G two and they got smashed in the face in the finals. Yeah, like, gloss over that, okay? <laughs> so, so, so Why I'm just saying. Why can't we gloss like, over the win over IG then? If we can gloss over. <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know. I'm joking. No, that wasn't. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, that yeah. was that was not good. Yeah. But yeah. 
so I just like I don't think I don't think it's fair to just say like well you know just because they're nervous doesn't mean it. Hey, look they could show up and they could smash and they could be great but I do worry that a lot of people I I know that the TL players are memeing whenever they say already got out of groups or whatever but mm-hmm. I do think some people are like okay TL's gonna get out but if Damwon shows up and IG shows up uh, I feel like and TL is maybe not in as good a form as they were before. Or it takes a little bit for them to warm up. You know, they could have one of those weeks or those groups stages where like they look really bad in the beginning and then they get into form and they figure out their shit, but then it's just too little too late and, you know, some other team drops a game randomly or I don't know, something weird happens and I don't know. So I'm just, I'm a little, I am, I am, you know, as I said, nervous for TL. I mean, even AHQ in that sense can you know, sometimes do stuff like the, the LMS sometimes pops out a, a W somewhere randomly. So, yeah. Yeah. That'd be a very anything thing to do is lose one game to HQ and get out. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So I just, I look at, I am not counting my chickens before they hatch when it comes to TL and getting out of groups. And I don't think anyone else should be, I mean, believe in the team, but I don't think that we should be like, okay, cool. I'm booking my trip to Spain. Because I'm going to watch TL play. That's my concern. Yep. Yeah, fair enough. Anyway, thanks so much, Kyle, for calling in. Anything you want to say yeah, as we move on to the next caller? Uh, I mean, I'm vegetarian, so I don't eat Jack in the Box, but they got great fries, I guess. They have, Curly they fries have some vegetarian options. Anyway, thanks so much, Kyle. Hey, thanks. Yeah, have a good one. All right, moving on to the next caller. I'm going to get rid of Mark's. PyCon because they don't pay us. Boom. And he grew. Congrats to Mark. Uh, <clears throat> Alright. We were doing some shoutouts. Quiet Pirate River Kiri, Smoke Dog, who got sh- recognized in a game for subbing on this channel. And then also Grey Rat Doctor for five months. Uh, welcome to the show, Praetor. Praetor, you've been on the show before, but I feel like it's been a while. Yeah, I have been twice. Twice, that's right. Where, remind me where you're calling from. I'm from Finland. Finland, that's right, that's right. Well, uh, what do you want to talk about? I feel like we're going to start getting more European callers since uh, Worlds is upon us. Yeah, I'm calling from that EU will be strongest region in the world this year, and they have a good chance of getting three teams out of groups. You, you say all three teams out of groups? Yes, all three. Okay. Good chance, not like hundred percent, but like let's say seventy-five. Okay. Okay. Uh, so that means uh, Splice is ending up in Group B or Group Group B. Uh, uh, do they have to be Group B? Not necessarily. It's fifty percent getting Group B. So right. It- I'm, I'm trying to make sure there's because sometimes you get these weird things where like yes they can be in group B and group D but this one team has to be in group D so therefore they're in group B and I don't think there's any of those because uh, C9 or excuse me uh, not, I'm so used to C9 being in the gauntlet Clutch can get group B or group C um, Damwon can get D and B and then uh, EU can get B and D as well um, so a bunch of people can get group B and group D uh right yes but without upsets clutch will be group c i think it's 100 percent almost 
Yeah, I thought that. Yes, that's what I had heard uh, as well. Was that because yeah. uh, because they can't because Clutch can't go into A or D? There's some reason that they can't be in B. I think it's because another team can't be in yes. C. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Because because right? Europe and uh, Korea have the same groups available in B and D. Whoever gets B has to get D, uh, which means there's no room for NA in Group B. So they have to get C. Right. If oh, that's if Splice play. doesn't make it out. What? No. If, oh, sorry, sorry. If if Splice make uh, doesn't make it out, Clutch can end up in B. Yeah, so there needs to be an upset somehow for Clutch to get out of Group C. Otherwise, right. they're there. Right. And that um, and that very much contradicts our, our friend's premise, which is that Splice will not only make it out of plans, but out of groups as well. So that's why he would assume. Clutch is yeah, there. it helps that they can't get in Group C. Right. I mean, they already have Fnatic in there, so it wasn't an option anyways. But... Right. Okay. So, uh, Prador, do you want to elaborate a little bit on why you think EU is so strong this year? Well, I, I don't think Splice is actually that strong, but the Group B is like literally easiest group in world's history. That yeah. like two wildcard teams is like just dream come true for any playing. Let it be dumb one or even clutch if there's some upsets in players. Okay, so so you think Splice, so it's it's really not Splice so much as just like the, the their situation, but clearly you believe a lot in G2 and Fnatic. Yes, I have a strong belief that Fnatic and G2 are like top five, top four teams in tournaments. Fnatic has a good stylistic matchup against SKT, and in my mind, they play strong early game, which can punish SKT rather slow start, I think. Yeah, I think that's actually a good point about the style, because even RNG is, you know, compared to other Chinese teams, a little bit on the slower end as well. Um, so I think you're right about that as well. Potentially, you know, if the style is good against SKT, it should be good against RNG relatively. Um, now, they are kind of different in that regard, I think, um, where, you know, both have really great AD carries, Uzi and Teddy, but I think it feels like RNG is more dependent on their bot lane going uh, than SKT is. Plus, I think Clid, you know, you could say maybe has a little bit better time keeping up with some of the early game if he's going to be the main stopgap for them. Uh, but I do think it's a fair point overall that this should be okay for them. Uh stylistically it, it's still hard on a skill check level though um both those teams are really good now i think group a i'm with you g2 getting out 100 percent. it can't get any harder really because you already have three of the major regions represented uh and ig already has or excuse me china already has their three teams in the other groups so there's there's no one difficult joining group a uh g2 is much better than c9 in my opinion uh griffin i mean it's an interesting test i think g2 should be better than them but uh, Griffin are kind of the wild boys of yeah they're very hot and cold right right yeah and they, and they do really interesting things they're they're not afraid to make waves with cool stuff the way you know typically you think about Korean teams and they're 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 playing the meta and they're being standard and blah 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 and, and Griffin is not really that team for the most part they are they do have a, a reputation as chokers um so maybe they try something flashy and it goes wrong, and then they just completely boom in the group. But I do think um, they will be an interesting test for G2, who also doesn't really play super standard. So I think that's a really interesting matchup, but 
you know, even if Griffin's better than G2, that doesn't that doesn't mean G2 is not getting out of the group. So so the, the caller's point still stands 100%. G2 is getting out of that group. In my I opinion. mean, the interesting thing, though, is that I feel like I feel like there's some pretty scary teams um, that could end up getting like we're talking about G2 potentially making it to semis, right? Praetor? I think they should. Is the the interesting thing for me is what happens when they go up. Like, I look at, okay, let's take Group C. You're probably going to end up with Fnatic, RNG, or SKT coming out of that group in the second seed. And they're going to have to face off against one of them. We know they can beat Fnatic, though those matches seem to be fairly close. So what happens whenever they have to go up against SKT, or, or if, if they have to go up against SKT or RNG? That could be a little bit more spooky. RNG is likely going to sacrifice their top side so hard against G2 that they should be able to snowball wonder against RNG pretty well. Yeah. And I, I worry about uh, Fnatic as well, having to go, like, you know, if I don't know if Fnatic can make semis if they have to face off against one of these pretty scary teams. Right, but we're just talking about getting out of groups right now because, you know. Oh, yeah, I was just going off of his top four situation yeah top four will be hard for Fnatic to get because they almost need to get first in their group of course i think if they face group d first seed i think they can beat them let it be dumb one ig or tl but that's like 33 percent to get one of those i mean teams. i personally i mean i would love to see Obviously, I'm I'm hoping NA teams get out, but I would love to see all three LEC teams get out of groups because I think that would be amazing given that Worlds is in Europe this year. Uh, and I think Europe has had such a good year that having something like that happen would feel really good for them. Oh. Well, I think what's also interesting too is that whoever gets Group B has a really good chance of getting all three of their teams out. Because um, like in Group A, G2 and Griffin should get out. In Group C... SKT and Fnatic probably should get out, though RNG can test Fnatic a little bit maybe for that second spot. I do think SKT will get will get out in the first spot. And then Group B is free for whoever gets it, right? And then Group D gets a little testy, um, you know, if Splice can actually get over top of TL or IG. Do we um, really think, by the way, that Group B is free? Yes. Yeah. I agree with the caller that this is probably the worst the seeding has ever done the tournament in terms of a group. I don't know if there's ever been an easier group. And I know we get these things wrong all the time. Like, you say that this group's super hard. It's the group of death, like uh, Group B last year. And turns out that uh, RNG has more holes than we thought they did. And we've seen Vitality, C9, and um, G2 exploit that. And then we also saw that uh, Samsung was a complete fucking flopping terrible um and it turns out not to be that difficult of a group so we overall. just think there's no chance the gigabyte marines makes it out i don't think so i mean may maybe maybe over splice but i, I have yeah that's what i'm thinking right like like it doesn't seem even our caller who's a big eu fanboy no offense um that's true you you don't even <laughs> that's true i don't you don't even have that much faith in splice right like you said you don't think splice is maybe that great i i mean i maybe i'm saying all this and then gigabyte marines will not win a single game in their group right but like 
I don't know, groups have all these upsets, and I've been covering this stuff for a long enough time to just feel like saying, oh, yeah, you know, they get into this group, and then it's a free win. Like, I don't know, weird stuff happens. I think that's fair. I just think uh, the historics of what I've seen from uh, Gigabyte Marines isn't great. I don't, I don't love them. Uh, oh, actually, wait, I'm thinking of the wrong team. I'm... I mean, Gigabyte Marines is the one that one is the team that always like shows up. Yeah, well, so they got Zeros from Fung Vu, right? And then Le Le Levi's back. I actually haven't watched their qualifying tournament, so I I am a little hesitant to to really say, oh yeah, Splice is better than them. Um, but. Just historically speaking, I haven't been super impressed. Uh, I guess that would be be somewhat close. I'd, I'd have to check. I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. It's worlds. Anything can happen, Mark. Anything can happen. But like I said, I'm not going to shy away from any definitives. Um, so we'll just go with, uh, yeah, game sucks. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, thank you. I I think you're right. There's a good chance that all three LEC teams could make it out. Predor, thank you so much for calling in. Anything you want to say as we move on to the next caller? Nothing special. Shout out to sponsors. Thank you. Thank you. Great. Shout out to sponsors. You know. Shout them out. So I love I love how point in fact that is. Okay. Let's move on to the next caller. Stable flag, thank you for the 21 break. months. Uh, what'd you say? Oh, Mark left. Ollie One, thank you for the 13. Poro and Mars, thank you for the 14. Jordan, thank you for the 20. Caruse, 44, 9. Turquoise, Panero, who I already shouted out. Hell's Ride, Team Corgi Mid. Young Yeeter, where, <laughs> where are you calling from? Calling from Orlando, Florida, Travis. Oh. Oh boy. Anytime anybody addresses me by my name in their introduction statement, I get worried. What do you what do you want to talk about on the show tonight? I think there's a very high chance that uh, no EU teams make it out of groups oh. this year. Okay. Do you wanna elaborate? Yeah, so I, I think for group A, I think uh C nine and uh Blanking on uh, Griffin. The, yeah, Griffin will make it out. And uh, the reason I think uh, C9 will have the edge over G2 is that if crap shows up, Niski and Sven Skarin will just run over the game. And that's why I think Group A will go that way. Uh, group C, I mean, it's obviously the group of death. And I was watching... Uh, the fanatic reaction to it, and you could already tell that Reckless had a loser mentality with with everything. So, can you explain? Can you elaborate on how you could tell that? He was just complaining, like, "Oh, why did we get stuck in this group?" Blah blah blah, stuff like that. Okay. And which I don't think they have a. a it's not fair, I guess, because they've had like two of the easiest groups the last two worlds, so. That would be why. You're saying, oh, you're saying they they got Group C because in the past they've had easy groups and so they've they now have to pay for it. Yep. Okay. Okay. And then are we 
Did you want to discuss I'll, Splice? I'll say that I actually think Splice probably has better chance than the other two teams to get out if they get into Group B. Okay. I mean, I could even see them getting into Group Group D and knocking out Team Liquid potentially, but I think people are overrating and giving G2 a free pass in Group A, and then Group C is clearly the group of death, so I think their chances aren't as high as people think. All right. Didn't we decide that they can't end up in Group D? Or could they, Mark? Uh, who? Splice. Yeah, Splice is B or D. Okay. That's right. So if they end up in Group D, you think they'll they'll take Team Liquid out? Uh, Yeah, just just because uh, I, I feel like TL's kind of cursed, especially with Doublelift tweeting they're already out of groups. Like, I, I wouldn't... It wouldn't surprise me if... I, obviously, I think they're favorites to make it out, but I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't. If they didn't. Okay. So, can you tell me why you favor Cloud9 over G2? Yeah. Um, I think if, if Crap shows up in their game, since they're best of ones, um, and Niski gets a lead, I think they'll just run over the game and be able to end it pretty quick. Um, obviously, he doesn't sh Craps doesn't show up every game, but it's definitely possible. Okay, but when he probably uh, need to show up in like two games, right? Yep. Okay. What about like um, Rift Rivals? I know it's not you know the most competitive tournament necessarily, but neither were those games versus G two. Are you at all concerned that C nine got destroyed at uh, Rift Rivals? I mean, did they were also uh, pretty sick, but. I I think my takeaway from them at Rift Rivals, I felt I thought Niski still played pretty well there. He got he got ahead some of those games, and I also think at Worlds, like I don't know, I feel like Sneaky gets a, a buff going into Worlds where he'll play like not the greatest in NA, and then he'll go to Worlds and stand toe to toe with like Korean bot lanes and stuff like that. Uh yeah, I don't know. This is a tough one for me to to. to... Like I, so I can buy. A, I can see a world. By the way, our, our numbers just dropped. I'm pretty sure our new viewership just left the. the yeah, sorry of, about your dislike ratio. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Um, I can see a world where Cloud Nine makes it out of Group A because they seem to always make it out, and something crazy could happen. But I feel like it's more likely that Griffin falls apart than G Two falls apart. Yeah, I can yeah. see that as well. Well, I, yeah, I mean. This, the point's less about C9, more about G2, though, and Europe's successes, which is, like, I have a weird idea. Like, I just can't wrap my my head around how Splice, the worst European team, has a better chance of upsetting the best North American team, but the second-best North American team has a better chance of upsetting the best European team. Well, like so that, he's... Mark, he's using historical data... And the historical is, data would indicate that Cloud9 will make it out of groups and TL won't. Right, which is why I'm saying I'm, ha I'm having a hard time with this because rather than using the current data of how they look and talking about anything about strengths of the rosters and the skill and, and these things, you know, like I can't argue that C9 always gets out of groups for the most part, aside from the time they didn't, you know, that one. I mean, I can't really argue with that. There's just nothing to say. I just think it's. I think it's wrong. I, I think there's no way G, uh, C, uh, Europe doesn't get a team out of groups. I think G two is the safest bet. 
I can understand some hesitancy about splice should they end up in group D and even potentially group B. I think you you know you're right to maybe put a little bit of doubt there. Fnatic has a tough time in group C, but I think they have a very good shot of doing it. So like I just can't see all of those dice getting cast and all of them coming up, you know, snake eyes or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm trying to think what I think is the craziest because there's several different assumptions here, right? One is G2 won't make it out. One is Fnatic won't make it out. One is Splice won't make it out, or they will by beating TL. <laughs> I'm trying to think if Splice beating TL is more likely or G2 not making it out is more likely. And I think Splice beating TL is more likely. You think it's more likely that Splice beats TL than G2 doesn't get out? Right. Okay. Okay. Do you? What do you think? I might um, disagree with that. That's an interesting. That's actually a really interesting one. Splice goes into Group D, TL and them battle for second spot to get out. I think Team Liquid should be able to do it. I I, I have a lot of faith in them. See, this is the pro- here's my problem, Mark. This and has they been first said. Always choke. This has been said. Like, so you referenced. You're like, well, I don't like that. Uh, Young Eater is saying that. You know, it, that he's using historical data instead of actual data. The problem is, every year you can use actual data and say, well, TL or TSM should make it out. Right, you can and be And probably COD9 shouldn't, but that actual yep. data falls apart and the historical data takes over. No, I think you... <laughs> That's not historical data taking over. It's either you were wrong in the beginning or something changed and made you wrong. Like... Hey, RNG was the best team in the world for a period of time, but when they came to this, it was a lot more soul-lane-focused meta, and guess what? Letme's left on a fucking island to get dominated by Wonder and people, as well as the fact that the mid laners did a pretty good number on Jauhu as well. Now, is that you were wrong? Is that historical data taking over about something? No, it's about you misunderstood the meta going into Worlds because we're not scrimming for eight hours a day and don't know what's happening. So very easily, G2 could go out there and lay a turn and, and lose... Uh, or, or you know, C9 could make it for some reason, or TL could choke, but that's probably not historic data crawling out of the grave. It's like something happened. I love how enraptured you know? your cat is with this rant. He's like, why are your hands anywhere but on my head? Yeah. <laughs> that's all he's thinking. <laughs> um, it's not to say you should overlook historical data. You know, I think it has a, a place in saying, you know... Sneaky at Worlds, as much as people want my, my bag on him, he's never been a, a huge liability for, for the team. And sometimes it's their strong point. You know, like, I think it's fair to reference that. Um, but that's not really outcomes. You're not saying, like, C9 gets out, therefore they will get out again. You know, there you're saying, here's a specific thing that we've seen about a player during his time right. against Worlds competition. You know, like, I'm not saying you, you can't use historical data at all. I just mean purely results of historics is like, you're throwing out whatever else happened around them, all the circumstance, you know, I, I have an issue with that. And like, yes, Doublelift has historically not done great at Worlds. Um, so there's a question mark there. And I think it's fair to say it's a little risky, but um, I would still put them I would if it was like, hey, make a bet. TL is getting out. I would still take that that bet. Yeah, they're getting out. So, you think it's more likely that G two doesn't make it out of Group A than Splice beats TL to get out of Group? B? I said that was an interesting one. Yeah, well, then you started to take one. a stance. I thought that the stance you took was 
was the the G two one. What is your stance? I think it's more likely that oh, fuck. It's really hard. Yeah, that's always a fun. <laughs> Wait, one. what's your stance? Let me let me ask you. Do you have a do you have an inclination? Me or but either I don't know. I already said. I already said. I think it's more likely that G two that Splice makes it out over TL than that G two doesn't make it out. I think overall, like if say Splice goes B and Group D and Damwon goes to Group D, I say it's more likely that TL wouldn't make it out. But yeah, I don't know. I still feel like there's a, a chance that G two uh, doesn't make it out. You gotta also uh, remember that they always randomly drop games to. The wild card teams sure and they also beat a lot of good teams too you know i think i think g2 is fine i think uh i think group d is is actually the interesting point but i mean group c as well i just i i just can't see i, I disagree fundamentally i think g2 is 100 percent out i think they're safe okay so then you agree it's more likely that splice beats tl yep i agree okay Womp, womp, womp. Okay. Well, anyway, thanks, uh, Young Eater, for the hot take and for the interesting discussion. You're welcome. Have a good one. Yeah. Anything you want to say as we say goodbye? Uh, stay salty, EU. Okay. <laughs> Have a good one. Uh, I mean, he gets to call back when G2 gets doesn't make it out. Right. He gets the call back. That's true. That's true. All right. We're going to take a quick break to talk about our, for our second ad break of the evening. Um, we're going to grab here. Let me grab. So I want to talk about Alienware, our sponsor. Thank you so much to Alienware for everything they do. I'm going to be at their booth this weekend with Mark. Uh, come by and see us Friday afternoon. I'm going to be tweeting out the exact time later on, but Mark and I will be there on Friday. Um, we might be doing something on stream on my stream. If not, we'll maybe be doing, um, like a, a fan meet. I don't know if we have fans, a viewer meet of, uh, hey guys, come by this booth while people yell at you. Meet. Yeah. Either way, uh, please <laughs> please come by and say hi. It's gonna be cool. Also, they uh, helped sp support all the LPL content, and we've got the dock landing soon. Um, mini dock that we did while we were over there. So stay keep an eye out for that. Uh, and they also have a bunch of cool product over alienware.com/travis. I believe you can now pre-order their new 27-inch monitors, which are incredible. Why are you still here? You said you had to go to your the DJ thing. Yeah. Did you clean the living room? A little bit. Bro, just trying to make when I do when I again. do the movement ad break, are you also going to show up with movement stuff? Also, I don't think you were ever wearing the hundred thieves stuff before. Like you, you just put that on for this, whatever. Nate Shaw's probably paying you. All right. Um. Either way. Thank you, Roden. Uh, but go check out the alienware.com slash Travis. Um, you can use Travis uh, 10 off to get 10% off your purchase. Uh, this is Area 51M, by the way. We were using it for a shoot earlier. I put it over here on top of another lap Alienware laptop. I've got, I've got too much Alienware stuff. Either way, thank you so much to them for their support. And be sure to check out their booth at TwitchCon if you're there. And stay tuned for more information on what we're doing. It might involve a stream as Mark, you want to grab our next caller? Sure. You didn't even talk about my fancy new headset. I'm disappointed. Oh, yeah, you have, a f and Mark has a fancy new headset. Thanks. Which you can also buy at alienware.com slash Travis. I'll put the link in the chat. And also, if you're watching, uh, 
Oh yeah, I got our editor a headset, and he said he loves it. It's the same. I think it's the same one Mark is using. So, they're hooking us up, which is great because we've had some audio issues in the past, and it was because Joe's headset situation was garbage. Anyway, smoking the Kush. Welcome back to the show. I'll never forget you with that name. Remind me where you're calling from. <laughs> San Jose. San Jose. That's right. Need to remember. Anyway, what do you want to talk about on the show tonight? All right. So my topic was someone was going to have to do it. So it's going to be me. My topic was that uh, Worlds needs to consider having some kind of format change uh, because the group of death, um, it can be fun. This was basically just the Reddit thread that was on top of League this morning. But the group of death can be fun. But it also, to see a lot of the best teams eliminated before knockouts. Um, and like if you saw the uh, Fnatic reaction video to the group draw, Reckless was like, at the end, he was talking about how uh, maybe that's three out of the five top teams in the tournament um, in one group. So it's arguable that he's maybe right. And so the fact that one out of maybe the top five teams doesn't even get to knockout stage, um, and then the fact that knockout stage is also single elimination, I think there could be an argument being made that um, the best teams don't really always go furthest at the tournament, and especially because all international tournaments like um there's implications for like future seeding and like the next tournament and stuff like that i think it's important that we get the format right to make sure the best teams are getting further well i think the only implicate am i correct in assuming mark i'm I'm not forgetting something it's only the first place region that really gets an advantage in future events uh yeah i think so i'm not 100 percent sure on how they decide who gets the you know, third team auto seated. I, I thought that's why China doesn't have to play in the plans because they won last year. I don't think it's only that because they also won MSI and Rift Rivals. So I think the fact that they had won everything, cause I think I think MSI matters too. I think it's like average. they didn't win MSI this year. No, I said last year they won everything last year. Yes, but uh, so you think it, it takes into account the other events that they won? I thought it was just final or worlds. I, I could be wrong. I thought it's the last two worlds and MSIs. Yeah, so it's their last two years of oh. of placings. So interesting. Anyway, yeah, it's past. Two. Thank you, Twitch chat, for correcting us on this specific uh, thing. I'm I, just so I, used to Korea not having to do it that it's hard to imagine. Or it's hard to realize why. Yeah. So anyway, um, I it but it is take it does take into account just the first place finishes, I believe, um, which is. If, if I remember correctly, there was didn't um, NA lose the first seed at at Worlds or like the Pool One seed because they were doing bad in international performances. Yeah, I think like that was MSI an MSI stuff. event, though. I think they might have changed the rule because I remember at one point in time uh, we didn't do well at an MSI. I think TSM yeah. didn't make it out in Brazil. Is that yeah, why? I, so. I don't know. Anyway, it was it was the one where TSM sucked a turd, which yeah. was yeah. the the one versus Gigabyte. Yes. Yeah. So that was the Brazil know. one. I don't know everything about how the the seating implications. But, but regardless, that's not that has nothing to. I don't know it, if they've. If it sounds like they might have changed the rules anyway. But um, I worry less about the seating thing. I think. Look, the we've talked about this before. The current world's format is great at determining 
or decent at determining who is the best team in the world, it doesn't really show you who's the second best or the third best or fourth best because you could have the first best eliminate the second best in quarters, I think. Um, I guess that's not right because they would be second seed. Whatever. No, Point is, you don't because you don't have like the sink, the double elimination. You can't necessarily find out who the second best is. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I for me, I go back and forth on this. I do like the double uh, or the losers bracket. I really like how that plays out at TI because they have a losers bracket there. The problem is Worlds is so fucking long, and there are so many games, and it's just like. If you add a loser's bracket, it just feels like it's going to be insane. Uh, Wake up, Mark. Yeah, yeah, I think... I don't really mind that the, the point of the tournament focuses on winning more so than, um, you know, third or fifth or whatever. Uh, I think it's really cool. That, you know, even at the end, you can debate like, oh, I think Kingzone was the second best team last year uh, because IG played them in a really close series and won. Uh, and therefore, you know, I think they're the second best, though I can't, I, like, they didn't have to play anyone else. So they didn't get a chance to, which sucked for them. Right. But I keep saying, I always say Kingzone when I'm talking about KT. Fuck. Uh, anyways, I understand, you know, KT would have very much appreciated another shot at them. But then you have that weird situation where, like, okay, that best of five was super close. They rerun the bracket. You know, now what are you doing for the grand finals? KT versus IG part two. Do you start with a seated advantage? Some people think that's dumb. So then maybe you just make it a double best of five. That's absolutely ridiculous to, to do in a single day. Uh, so then it's like, what are we doing? Bracket reset on another day? Or are we doing no bracket reset? And then for some reason, IG beat them earlier in the tournament. And now KT beats them later in the tournament. And they're one to one in best of fives, but because they won later on, KT's the champion. You know, like yeah. you, you get into this whole kind of conundrum of of things that happen on top of like Travis is saying the format situation. Um, so I I kind of like you know if I was going to do a, a finals you know with a, with a potential repeat, it would be like you seed one win, but then I don't know that that feels weird like seeding a win. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah. So, so it it it's, it's it raises a ton of problems to fix a problem that you could argue whether or not the tournament's even it even is a problem in the tournament scope. If it's to be like Summoners Cup goes to this team, they were the best at this tournament. You know, yeah. there you go. It does that for the most part. Uh, and there's there's no third fourth place match, so it's not like they really care about ranking the teams all the way down. Right, right. So, you know, I think. You could, I like, someone in that red thread had a suggestion about making the second and third place teams play a best yeah. of three. And the Damn it, Mark, you stole, my, you stole my thing that I was going to steal from okay, Reddit. Okay, we'll say Mark. it. Say yeah. it. Okay. No, Mark, you can finish. No, no, it's your point. I, I don't even know what I just said. Yeah, explain, so explain what this I is. I was and... just stealing it from Reddit anyways. But yeah, uh, basically it was just a comment on Reddit that they were saying that the first seed from the group could... Uh, auto qualify to the knockouts and then second and third seeds from groups would play each other in like a best of three or best of five and it would just add another round to the tournament so groups would still matter but like i will admit that it's going to be a bummer at the end of groups this year when one of rng skt or Fnatic are eliminated when realistically if they were in different groups you could make an argument for any of them to win the whole tournament yeah uh, I, think I feel like that's just how it goes sometimes though i mean i like 
you group groups should feel in my opinion groups should feel intense they shouldn't just be like okay well we're gonna find the the fourth worst team in this group and identify it pretty quickly and then they're gonna wash out you know the the next three get to move on and like the second and third play each other like i like the fact that like you get these groups that are pretty brutal and you have to fucking show up um that that is an aspect of it but i mean groups is the most exciting time of worlds pretty much all the time i mean maybe maybe not so much recently where uh, European teams and North American teams are making later pushes into the tournament, but for a period of time for the West, like groups was it. That was the shit. Um, and a lot of times it's where all the craziness happens. You know, the craziest upsets and the craziest moments are usually from that. Like some series do have it, uh, but a lot of series are just like yeah, it's a three-one or it's a three-zero or something. But small counterpoint: Are any NA fans or well, unless. No, because Clutch can't get to Group B, probably. So are any NA fans going to stay up to watch Group B, Group Stage, like, to watch that group? I don't. I haven't looked at the schedule, so I don't know. It's also hard for me because I'm, like, over there. Yeah, I haven't, true, but... Uh, what's but there's, the, what there's does the schedule group... look like there? What's the problem? Oh, well, it's just it's just at, like, 6 a.m., so are people really going to stay up to watch a J team and, I don't know, uh, face off at 6 a.m. I don't know about that. <laughs> How many of those people would watch it if it was like fucking prime time? Like maybe yeah. idly you would yeah. put it on, but yeah. but like you're going to have that problem with a Western audience and two of the worst teams from the East. Exactly. Um, so, I mean, here's what I will say. I have a bigger problem with group, the idea of a group B than the, the problem of a group C where you're like, ah, uh, yeah, we're knocking out one of the best teams early in the tournament. I don't have a problem with that. Because if they if they get knocked out there, then they probably weren't going to make that many moves mm-hmm. later on in the tournament. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe if it really is the top five, you know, or three of the top five, then that feels a little worse. But if it's like RNG is the eighth team and they get knocked out here, or like they're the seventh team, I'm not I'm not too bent out of shape about it. I don't like the idea of the twelfth best team getting in. You know, <laughs> that yeah. I like if, if Gam or J uh, J team or yeah, hopefully it's Damwon there just for the sake of, yeah. of, of um, balancing it out. But even Splice, like I really have a hard time believing Splice is a top 10 team in this in this tournament, hmm. you know, even if they do make it through that group. Hmm. And that's where I have a bigger problem, because then that really taints the best of five matchup that happens afterwards, which is the situation that happened with Albus Knox Luna. I don't care if a strong team gets knocked out early. Yeah, that's a really um, good point. Because that means another strong team is over them, right? Mm-hmm. Or they choked really hard and they, they don't deserve it. But when a, when, a, when a shitty team gets a free ride, I start having a bigger problem because it has serious ramifications on the later portions of the bracket stage. Um, so I don't mind Group Cs. Like Travis is saying, they're really fucking intense. And every mm-hmm. every game matters so much when there's not that many easy wins in your in your bracket. But... Goddamn group B. If if Splice end up in there, I'm gonna be sad. Yeah, just that was my last little minor point I wanted to make is that like maybe it doesn't really matter for the context of the tournament, but fans do care about stuff like that. So as an NA fan, it's gonna feel like a bummer if like J team makes it further than like Team Liquid. Like it's just gonna be lame. But because just because of the group draws, like if we get Damwon, right? So just. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't like Group B more than I dislike Group C. There's yeah, no well. way they would ever do this at Worlds, but I did think it was interesting. Kelby told me they just manually seed the teams in TI. 
Like they literally say, here's a balance group, here's a balance group, here's a balance group, which I found was really fascinating. Mark. Yeah, I think that's a interesting way to do it. Um, but I, I don't know how much, how much, I don't know. I'd have to think about it. It depends, like, I mean, it's much easier it. there because you're having, you have more international competitions occurring. Right. Exactly. Like I don't, I wouldn't feel confident being like, you know, I, I did that thing, um, that the Reddit poll did, you know, where they're like, click who you think is going to win. And they give you 20 random matchups and you just kind of click through, you know, yeah. like, half of those, I was that like, was what the fuck am I saying? Really? Um, <laughs> Same. so like, I would have a hard time if someone was like, okay, I've watched all these things. I have my opinions. You know, how, how like, what hill am I ready to die on <laughs> about these group matchups? You know, it's it's pretty tough. Hmm. Um, and people are saying, like, oh, A and X, uh, they deserved it. They beat Rocks and, and they beat CLG and, and G2 choked or whatever. I'm not saying that, like, it's Albus Knox Luna's fault. I'm just saying that they were not the eighth best team. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. They were they were not the eighth best team. That was a weird shit that happened in in the in the tournament, and then bracket stage got really messed up because of it. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying it's Abbas Nakhsunov's fault or they didn't deserve it. It's just unfortunate that the twelfth best team got through. And I would like to minimize situations like what's happening, what's likely going to happen in Group B here. That that's more what I was saying. More than Albus Knox Luna didn't deserve it. Deserve is a weird word to even use in a tournament. Things shit happens. Who cares what you you're earned or what you're deserved? That's what happens. All right, X. Anyway, thank you so much for calling in, Moken. Do you have any final thoughts? Anything you want to say as we move on? Uh, no, just uh, once again, thanks to all the sponsors for making everything happen. Love the show. Love the content. I was pretty nervous last time. I forgot to say I'm a big fan of both you guys. So keep up all the awesome work. And once again, shout out my fam squad. Anyone who's watching, let's go fam squad. Thanks guys. Let, let's go fam squad. I'm, 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 a, I'm concerned with that's associated with, I won't say it. And you know, when Mark's concerned about saying something, it's probably risky. Good point. It's risky. All right. All right. Uh, let's move on. By the way, um, I know we've got Raz in the chat and I don't know if Avali disappeared or not, but if I saw Raz in here and I, I, I asked him on Discord, did he want to, did he have something to say? And I don't think he responded. I mean, we could pull him for one of these other calls too, if somebody wants to. Yeah, if somebody's like, I think IG there. sucks, um, we can grab him. I see you, Raz. I just meant like, I didn't know if, if you want, oh, let's just fucking put him well, on. something here. to think about. And I, I don't know, did Avali go I'm, I'm pulling him right now. He's coming straight on air. No waiting okay. room. Okay. Boom, he's here. Hi, Raz. What the hell? Oh, that happened quickly. <laughs> Holy shit. All right. Hello. Well, welcome to the show. Um, did you have, do you have any takes on anything that's been said so far? There's a, an individual who thought that TL was definitely way stronger than IG. Uh, yeah. Um, you know what? I think uh, it's, a re it's a fine take, you know, going into a tournament that uh, Team Liquid looks to be the stronger team. But I will shout out a warning. First, I'll make my... Uh, Statement that you could probably put on the top of Reddit, whatever. All LPL teams will make it to knockout stage. Just, just easy, easiest shit in the world. Every third LPL one. team makes it out of groups. The third one's probably really the only one pe people actually care about being Invictus Gaming because, as I said, Team Liquid look like the better team going into the tournament. But once again, if you just look at every world seed except for maybe 
season three or something or season four. That's when like SKT was first seed. Like second seed, third seed, those are the teams that have usually done better. Like the last time I called, you know, talking about evolutions throughout the tournament. We saw an evolution in Victus Gaming during the, like the last series that qualified them in uh, when they're going up against uh, TLP. So mm. watching and seeing Rookie perform incredibly well in like his last game or last two games, uh, seeing the shot, like basically all of those players looking great, Leon having a fantastic performance. That's actually something that I'm scared about because I can give a wait. I can't cuss. You can cut. No, you're good. I could give a rat's ass <laughs> about what happened in the beginning of the split, the first five weeks, the first eight weeks. For me, it's all about recency. That's literally the only thing that matters. I think consistency bias. <laughs> I think it was all oh good. Uh, I think consistency matters to a certain degree around trust, um, or at least consistency matters around trust. But when I look at um, Invictus Gaming, I see a team that has actually consistently grown has had issues with Synergy because they've been obviously throughout the entire split pulling out members, first three weeks Bowland, the next few weeks until like week six, you know, didn't have a rookie. And then the last few weeks, you know, not having Ning and choosing Leon. But the, re the reason why I'm actually pretty high on them at this point is because IG is looking better and better. Leon has been a far more consistent jungler and watching him during like, the LDL, he's actually a really strong mechanical player. So the fact that he is picking up the Elise really showcases that he's getting to a point in which they do rely on him to be an early game, um, you know, carry potential, though Elise can be more of a, uh, you know, facilitator as well. So my take is IG is looking incredible um, in the last few games. Individually, once again, whenever you get to Worlds and you have like matchup versus matchup, it's always based on well, who do you actually be, believe in player, pound for pound players? And I think a lot of people just don't know anything about Leon. But I look at the Leon versus Xmithia matchup, and I think that mechanically he's, he's going to be stronger. I uh, look at towards like Jackie Love, who's actually just the best AD carry in the LPL right now. So like that one is actually going to be a really tough matchup for bot side as well. Like a lot of these matchups are going to be really interesting to watch, but I just think Invictus Gaming will be able to take the long haul during the group stage. And um, But what about... Yeah. Uh... What about Group yeah. C? I, I said all three teams. I, I there we go. That's that's the one I'm more curious about. Whose spot are they taking? SKT or Fnatic's? Uh-oh. All righty, you fans. Now buckle in. <laughs> uh, my big thing, actually, on Europe is, like, if you look at any team that is one out in Worlds, or at least because I think a lot of the discussion about which region is, is the best in the world has been based on, uh, you know, G2's current strength. But, like, historically, it's been who has the strongest depth of talent or team pool in their region. Problem with Europe is I look at um, G2 and say, yeah, they're fantastic. Great, they're the best team right now in the world, Travis. Uh, the problem is I look to Fnatic and I'll say that while Fnatic is a great looking team, there is a great semblance of uh, regional familiarity when they go up against G2 in that matchup that you saw during the finals that they were willing to play that style for G2 and go wild. But um, issue is for me is that where like what's the next team? I know people will be talking about Splice for, Splice for good reason because they can make it through by being in Group B. But past that, that's that was just the wash in the uh, final matchup. And then there's Shulka. And who are we talking about? What team exists? I look honestly. I I'm just 
even watching LEC this split has just been being able to watch the top two. I'll say three teams because Splice actually can generate interesting games. And then the rest has just been sad. So um, RNG, I think, has gone through a lot of troubles. But during the playoff run that they've had, at least in the earlier run, they were actually a team that really evolved in making their top laner look incredible. Um, so I'd say they have a really strong weak side on the top side of the map. Like, he understands his role fully. And then they'll just put a stranglehold on the bot side. And so this is where I'm actually wondering what Fnatic will do if they'll run their Garen Yumi versus uh, Uzi. I don't think that's going to be the case because of how much this bot side is going to be centered around Uzi and he's just going to pick Vayne into that. It's, like, honestly just one of the best matchups for it. So I think it's going to be pretty tough uh, overall. It's always going to be a coin flip to, like, basically make a call in that group. But I just... I don't know. I think RNG actually will be able to win out stylistically. All right. I have a question for you. What's up? You said that all the LPL teams will make it out of groups, right? Oh, were you were you wondering about FPX and their no, no, no. I was gonna... blessing that they... Okay, go on. No, I was going to ask you What's uh, up? To, to tell me uh, which make it out as first seed and which make it out as second seed. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, first seed, second seed, second seed. So first seed for sure for FPX, second seed for RNG because I think SKT is actually um, incredible at this point. Probably top two, certainly top two with uh, Fnatic doesn't make it out of the group. Yep, and then for the other one, it's I would say second seed only because um, you know deep down my gut's telling me Dom One's going into that group. Deep down, it's telling me that TL doesn't make it out of that group. Yeah, pretty much. But all of this is obviously like you know projection. Did you say Group D is getting saved? No, B is getting saved. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah, group, yeah. group B becomes the group of life. Yeah, Group B is probably the most insane group I've ever seen. Have you, that that is actually just the most. <laughs> so, yeah, one of the callers brought it up, and I totally agree. If if Splice ends up in Group B, that is probably the worst group we've ever seen. Yeah, ever. I have never seen a, a group like that. And just to remind people, like Rift Rivals, LMS, and VCS combined 0 and 11. <laughs> so um, uh, the worst thing too, like for FPX, think of FPX being in this group. And it's actually just a lose-lose situation because you will probably look bad no matter how. Like people will always just like, why isn't it a 20-minute game? Why did you guys... Draw this one out to 30 or 40 minutes. Like, what happened here? And so I actually think while well, FPX will get out of this group pretty easily, uh, everyone will be heavily critical on what they should have done. So uh, anyways, you know, fun group. Fun group. I know the hand of God will put Splice in that group, and it'll just happen. You just have to accept it. The darkest timeline. It's just, uh, it's, it's just what it is. Raz, thanks for popping in. Appreciate anytime, it. anytime. Sponsors, you know, shout out to uh, Alienware, Jack in the Box, Jack to in the Box. Alienware Movement, to Nike. God bless Nike. They don't sponsor uh, the show. Movement. They sponsor me. All right, take it easy, guys. And Movement. Have a nice one. Have a good one. Whatever. Okay, uh, let's get the. <laughs> Next caller, and if, if it's awfully friendly, I think she's back from, from dinner. I don't know if she's in All right. Discord, but she should join if she's, she isn't. All right. Uh, if you guys enjoyed that Raz call, it was 
Made possible by subs like you. You can sub right now for half off. Risen King subbed with Prime. MACD Shifty for nine months. Presto for five. OMG, you ate my cookie. Ten. Drew the Impaler for 18. Boba Cola for 25 months over the two-year mark. Kylo Zen for 11. Mr. Chicken. I'm not going to say that. Boba Cola launched a new highlight series. Is it How Ellie 3? Howl Howl V3. Howl V3. The third version of Howl. The third version. All right. Well, welcome to the show, Howl. Where are you calling from? Uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Phoenix, Arizona. Okay, not too far. And what do you want to talk about on the show tonight? Uh, my hot take is that CG is going to be the only NA team to get out of groups. CG will be the only... Okay, we should, we can call Avli in for this. Is she, she's, is she in the Discord? I don't see her in the Discord. I don't know. You, you let me know. Uh, I just read, I'm re- uh, saw a headline for an article saying you should stop vaping right now. Why are you reading articles? It was a headline. I was on Twitter. And then I opened up the article to, to read it because I had a good clickbait. Um, but they said stop vaping immediately. So if anyone's in this Twitch chat and they're vaping right now, you throw that thing out the window. This hot take brought to you by vaping. Okay, so CG will be the only team to make it out of groups from North America. Uh, so, how I just have to ask, you're aware that they have to be in Group C? No, they don't if Splice doesn't make it out of play-ins. Okay, fair enough. So this is this is a multi-part bet here. Yeah. Because it's starting with someone else loses, and then they go into Group B. Yep. And yeah. I don't think Splice makes it out of play-ins. Okay, interesting. I want whatever this guy's smoking. <laughs> or no, 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 I see what he's saying. I see what he's saying. He's saying that, that uh, I, I think it's backwards. You think that Clutch is the only one who's going to get out of groups, but actually... It's Dignitas. Team it is Dignitas. Dignitas is going to rise from the ashes, make it out of groups, get all the way to finals, and go smack up some other team. Exactly. All right, I'll I like it. it. I freaking like this. I think Clutch Gaming's going to make it out of plans, though. Clutch Gaming's going to make it into groups. Hooney's going to get put into that Group C with RNG, what is RNG and SKT, right? And then just and Fnatic and just smack some people. He wants to. He wants to freaking uh, shit on SKT. I want to support that. Holy moly! I want some of what Avli's smoking. That is not where my take was going. <laughs> I had a salad. Why don't you think? I'm sorry. I had to get up to find my phone, which was actually next to me the entire time. You didn't miss anything. Um, why? Why don't you think the other NA teams are not going to make it out? So or why do you think the other NA teams aren't going to make it out? So if. Clutch gets placed into Group B. I think Damwon also makes it out of play-ins, which forces them into Group D. I think TL does not make it out over Invictus and Damwon. Um, and then for Group A, I think Svensigaren is basically going to have to carry that team. I think Jungle is probably going to be one of the most important roles for uh, Worlds. And when you've got junglers like Griffin and Yankos who are probably the best junglers in each of their regions. I just don't think it's going to happen for C9. I could see a tiebreaker happening uh, with Griffin and C9, but I think Griffin takes it, and C9 ends up third, TL ends up third, and then Clutch gets the group of life, group B, and gets out as the second seed. Gotcha. Tarzan, sorry, chat. Yeah, it's okay. All these people in the chat love to criticize the callers, but they're all too cowardly to actually come on the show. 
I just, came on. I'm criticizing the caller. No, I'm not talking about you. Aren't you agreeing with him? I am, but that's because he actually had a decent point. I want to talk to all the other callers who were crazy. Aren't you supposed to be Team Liquid's hype hype beast, and you're just saying that they're not going to make it out and it's going to be clutch? Mm, Team Liquid doesn't own me. Okay, so you're, you're Clutch's hype beast for this international event. Right now, I'm Clutch's hype. I'm Clutch's hype man. But she is available for hire. If anyone would like to pay Avli to be your hype woman, she will pay. She will. She will sign that contract. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, all right, I, uh... <laughs> Mark. Just based off the sheer number of like things that need to happen, I'm gonna disagree. Yeah, you know, I think it's. I think this is a pretty safe one. Just be like, ah, uh, I don't think all those things are gonna happen. Because you have to get upset in the playing stage for somebody. It probably has to be spliced. So theoretically, it could be damn one as well to open up uh, Group C or yeah, open up them to get out of Group C. Then they need to get seated actually in the group B. And then you would need to have Team Liquid and C9 fail to do so. And C9 Clutch actually be better than uh, Gigabyte Marines, which similar to how I was saying I'm not convinced Splice is actually better because I haven't watched your VODs yet. I would say the same thing about Clutch. I'm not convinced they're actually better than Gigabyte Marines. The same way well, I, I, well, I have, I haven't watched them yet, to be honest. Uh, I think they should be better. I thought Splice should be better as well, but when Travis, you know, pressed me on it, like, do you really think there's no, like, are we really crowding them out completely? I was like, well, you know what? You're right. I haven't watched them yet. So, yeah, I don't know. This feels, this feels like, uh, what is it called? When in a bet, you, you, you want to combo bet it? Uh, there's, a, there's, there's an actual term for it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Where you're, uh, you're betting that there's going to be, it's like a set or something. Yeah, uh, parlay. Like, is it parlay? Is it, it's something like parlay, but it's yeah. Is it a parlay? Okay. Oh, yeah, I yeah. just remembered it's parlay. Yeah, you read Twitch chat a little faster than I did. Good job. Isn't that a pirate thing? That um no parlay is a form of discourse that the pirates called it, but that word existed before pirates. Um, it which existed is also... before pirates. Yeah, parlay was a. Like peace discussion, surrender. I need to Google the history of pirates. I think you want to Google the history of parlay and find yeah, out. Yeah, I agree the with word. that. Were the first she's like, pirates she's like, invented. I can't find any of them saying it was existed before in this pirate article. Also, apparently, parlay is different than parley, which a parley is what pirates did, and a parlay is specifically a gambling thing. Um, may, okay. I think it might be yeah. We're all learning something new today. Eh, to be fair, it was late Middle English denoting speech or debate, perhaps from Old French parlay, which was two e's spoken. I love that Mark um, earlier was like, "Hey Travis, I can't go too long on this show because we can't I'm go too late because I've got to drive to San Diego." While I Google the etymology of of parlay, <laughs> it might have actually been a pirate word. Wait, you know? so wait, 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 let's go back to it. Let's go back to it because I, I actually pulled up the freaking groups. So you don't think Liquid's going to make it out of Group D? Like what, you think Damwon's going to get slotted in there or what? Yeah, yeah I think Damwon and oh. Invictus get out. 
Fuck but no. most likely because TL drops a game to AHQ somehow. Okay, but are AHQ even good? Like, are they no. are they even good? No, I mean, they suck. Has that been a requirement for TL to drop a game to them? You know what? I don't know. You said what? Phoenix, Arizona. I'm gonna hop on a plane, fly <laughs> over there, and smack you across it, your face. Oh, You're every time we, I can't have you on the show because you literally threaten all of our callers. Um, I think this call has run its course, Travis. We got a lot. We got two more guys. No, no. I do want to. I do want to say though. I think while we're on the clutch call, we haven't. Have we talked at all? We haven't talked at all. And I don't know if they talked about it on the group draw show. Hooney facing off against his two former teams if he ends up in Group C. But in this call, he's not going to Group C. Yeah, yeah, but we're, this is the clutch call. Are we going to talk about it in a different call? No. Well, isn't that kind of cool? Can't we just recognize that really quickly here? Well, Dude, no, you're, I think... you're right. That's cool. Well, that's what Hooney was freaking excited about when we did the post game interview with him. And I'm like, "Who are you excited to play against? What are you excited? What are you excited to do?" He's like, "I want to make Coma so mad." That's why I, I brought make it up. Cry. I want to make him so mad. Mark has time to discuss the etymology of a word, but he doesn't have time to discuss like an interesting narrative that could occur with the team that we're talking about in this call. I agreed. It was cool. You needed more out of me for that. Uh, <laughs> I want to, I want to point out in the chat that the, the LCS baby that had the TL Jersey on, the dad is in the chat right now and says that he lives in Phoenix and has a guest room that I could come stay in so I could smack this caller. Boy. We're going to move yeah. on to the next caller. There's um, a number of <laughs> how things in that is sense. Is there anything that you, you want to say as we move on? To, I'm just watching Twitch chat react. Anything nah, you want to say? I don't, I don't really have anything to follow up on what Avali just said, so we'll just uh, we'll just end it there. Yeah. Thanks, sponsors. Thanks, Avali. We're still friends. <laughs> We're still friends. Don't worry about it. Have a good one. Thanks. All right. Let's take. We'll take the next caller, and we'll see if it's safe for Avali. Avali, you have to stop threatening people. Okay, I won't threaten people anymore. I'm just telling them that they're wrong. It's Kyler. Thank you for five months in a row. Moses for the win. Seven ten. I, I make Hotline League fun, exciting, spontaneous. Lamboa. Hang on, I'm just gonna, thank you gonna for mute the her really quickly. Uh, Lamboa Constrictor, thank you for the tier one. Okay, we can unmute her. Uh, Dak Jamkin, remind me where you're calling from and welcome back to the show. I've actually never been on before. but I've Oh, you've just subbed for a really long time. Yeah, I've been watching since State of the League, but I'm, I'm from Wrightsville, Pennsylvania. Jesus, have we ever met at an event or something? No, there hasn't been anything on the East Coast in a long time in the Northeast for me to go to. So. Well, thank you for calling in. Uh, yeah. And thanks for supporting us on State League. That's super far back. What do you want to talk about on the show? Uh, so my take is kind of like three chained into one. I think SKT1 is the strongest team in the world over G2. I think them and RNG are the two making out of Group C for sure. And the main reason for that is Whippo is not going to be able to keep up with Kong or Khan or Lang X. His champion pool is too limited and Fnatic isn't going to play through him and let him play carries. You you're in agreement. I think Raz also said that. Fnatic yeah, Raz kind of took took my point for my first ever call on here. So no, no, yeah, it's okay. That. <laughs> Does that? Um, Avli, I'm gonna give you a chance to say something before we we say goodbye to you because this isn't really a North America centric call. But All is right, there anything give me, you want? Give me one second. Yeah, SKT have massive holes and they're not getting punished. I'm convinced they're going to get exploited at Worlds. I'm not bought into the hype. You want to explain what? what you think those gaps are? No, I'm just going to keep rereading this copy pasta. Okay. Thanks, Eddie. Thanks, Avli. <laughs> Bye. Okay, Jack Jamkin, um, do you want to 
Do you want to... Oh, I see. It's a Vettius coffee pasta. He said that, I guess, on the show. Yeah, and he just uh, tweeted it a couple months ago. Okay. Every um, month ago. Okay, so Jack, Jack Jamkin, you're worried... You think Bwipo's the liability for Fnatic? Yeah, I mean, I definitely think he's probably probably the fifth best top laner in the world, but with the groups that he... The teams that he's going against, I think he's outclassed, mainly because of his champion pool. Um... It's interesting. I haven't watched... Uh, I've been watching a little bit more LPL this year than, than previously, so I haven't watched as much. Uh, but people were telling me Khan was struggling a little bit um, in uh, the regular season and stuff. Uh, maybe he was the weak point for SKT. Um, uh, I would so agree with that, but I think SKT has Worlds form. They're going to get their Worlds buff, so... Yeah, I mean, maybe... Uh, I I mean, like, it's not like the world's buff that SKT has got in the past has made players, like, different than what they were. Um, you know, the their their weaknesses were sometimes still their weaknesses, like, uh, the one that they lost in the finals. Um, uh, Peanut, I think, wasn't playing well. I think he was a jungler at the time. Faker had to, like, 1v9 that team to get to finals. Uh, Huni was hit or miss. He was okay, and their bot lane was a bit of a train wreck, and almost cost them the Misfit series, right? Like, if I remember that that tournament correctly, uh, it isn't like their problems just went away because they were SKT. They won in spite of their problems. Um, so, I'm a little bit hesitant to say that. You know, my limited sample of of Khan that I've seen. I mean, I think he's he is really good. Still, I think he's better than Whippo in general. Um, but he also has had some problems. Now, maybe that means, you know, neither of them exploit each other. Maybe that means one of them gets exploited and the other doesn't. Um, but I don't know if SKT wins through the top lane. Um, they're they're really much better about bot lane and and uh, Faker. So. You know, even even if you know it is a mismatch, I don't know if that's the mismatch they went through, or like that's still not like super conducive to their game plan, from what I understand. So, uh, I'm not quite sure about that one. Same with same with RNG. Like, all these teams feel more bot centric than some of the other teams around in the tournament. Um, so, in that sense, you know, while I would agree that that Whippo might not match up great against some of these people, uh, you know, it, it doesn't feel like as big of a concern just given the styles. But I, I could be wrong. No, I think that's a fair point. But I think I think because there's so much attention on bot lane that top lane could become an island and Whippo could maybe get abused by the top laners that are mechanically better than him. Sure. I, I mean I, I can say I mean Khan Khan is was for a period of time the best top laner in Korea. Um and absolutely tore people apart and he's still not bad, so you know, I'm with you. I just, I'm just, I'm not sure it's like, oh, now Khan 1v9s because Whippo is that much worse. You know, I would still be um, more concerned about Teddy and some of the other things going on with SKT. Hey, thanks so much, uh, Dap Jamkin, for calling in. Yeah. Uh, we're in our final minutes, so we're going to move on to the next caller, the last caller. But is there anything you want to say uh, before we move on? Uh, shout out to all the sponsors, and I just wanted to give you a recommendation for your host at the end. It's Fenron Jenkins' birthday, so maybe I know I was him. planning on it. All right, 
Have I a appreciate good night. that though. It's cool that you did that. Thanks so much for watching for so long, and I, I always really yep. appreciate it. Yeah. Have a good one. Me too. Uh, people are saying RNG's top lane is not that great. From my understanding, he's an upgrade over Let Me, from what people said, but he's still kind of put on less of the carry role. So once again, uh, that's kind of what I was saying about the styles, still not feeling like they're that top-centric. But you never know. Our last caller right. coming in. Oh, wait. Top Wait, again? Mark, Mark, Mark. Ah! We have a quick ad break. What's left? Movement. I thought we did. I'm spaced out. We can we never that. forget about Movement, an amazing never. brand. I just was talking to them earlier today. Uh, they're based out of LA, just like myself. Uh, they make amazing products like this watch. Uh, they've got some uh, blue lens glasses over on their site. Let's do me a favor. Go to MVMT.com slash Travis. That's MVMT.com slash Travis. Movement.com slash Travis. Uh, and check out their stuff. Uh, they've got some really fantastic stuff. 15% uh, off your order if you use that link, which is also in the YouTube description. Uh, let's see if my exploit uh, will load it because it's been kind of iffy today. Yep, Peter's popping up below the screen for some reason. Um, and now... <laughs> Oh, I love it whenever Exploit does this. Um, but anyway, you can check out you can check out their site. They've got some really cool stuff going. You see this want ten percent off? Ignore that. Use the link. Get fifteen percent off. It's uh, it's gonna do you a lot of good. Um, and and do me a favor. Check out their stuff. Just using the link, even it helps me out. And you might be surprised by some of the stuff that you see. Sunglasses. They've got amazing sunglasses. They've got stuff for men and women. Uh, I I wear their watch all the time. The one they sent me. I think they were gonna send. Some more stuff. I know Mark is uh, getting some stuff soon, too. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I was just really appreciative of their support. We were just talking to them about may maybe doing something around uh, Worlds. We'll see if we're able to pull something off. Uh, but either way, thank you so much to Movement. Uh, I'm going to put the link in the chat. Movement.com slash Travis. Movement.com slash Travis. And one third time, Movement.com slash Travis. That's MVMT.com slash Travis. Damn, I was like a radio read, dude. I'm getting better. Really? Because fuck radio reads. You, Mark, you can't blast the ad right after we do the ad. I'm not blasting the ad. I'm blasting radio ads that we are not. I didn't say anything about the ad. I was just saying, wow, that sounded like a radio ad. Yeah, but you said fuck radio ads right after you said it sounded like a radio ad. <laughs> but it sounded like a radio ad. Not that was a radio ad, Travis, and I hate radio ads. I only made the comment "fuck radio ads" after you said I'm getting better, and I'm saying you can put a little bit in, but don't don't turn it into a radio ad, dude. Didn't you and Ashley just celebrate an, an anniversary? Is and no. it's not even. Oh, really? Okay, I thought there. Oh, maybe it was her birthday or something. All I'm saying is I'm surprised that woman has stayed with you for this long. She is a saint. Do you want to grab our last caller? We don't have to do anything. What are you going to do? Get a, get a copy next time and start reading out a copy? Wow, when I got these, I became the coolest person in my building. And people love me now. Go to... I'm just saying, you know, I, I love when you're authentic, Travis. I love authentic. <sighs> Thank you to... Lambo Constrictor for the sub. Limitless Zero. Really appreciate it. You can sub right now for 50% off. 
Frag what frag? Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Monrovia, California. Monrovia. Not too far away. Yep. What do you want to talk about on the show tonight? Uh, well, my hot take is that Dam One's actually going to win Worlds, but the softer thing is that they're going through play-ins, and last year we saw with play-ins how well teams actually did Like once they got into groups from there, and they're going to be in Group B or D. Uh, I think it doesn't really matter which group they're going to be in, that they're going to get out of those groups. Uh, just overall, Canyon had a phenomenal split. And if you take out like even week one where they went 0-2, they were like 15-3 and three for the rest of the split, which would have given them the best record out of like any teams from the LCK. Mark, do you... I know we, we've got very little time, so uh, I don't know if you want to address this really quick. Um, I, I like... It's, it's interesting because we've never seen a Korean team in play-ins. Um, I think in any tournament let alone you know world i don't think they ever played an msi plan either um yeah, no. and you said they haven't no they um as far as i know at least i've been watching since like season three right yeah so i think it's really interesting because i'm also of the opinion that it seems to help i know a lot of pro players themselves are kind of dread the extra time that they have to spend prepping and playing and you're under more stress for a longer period of time and um you know it, it takes a, a larger mental fatigue but it does seem like those teams do pretty well on stage, um, and so I'm interested to see what happens. I'm also I'm also a bit of a Damwon fanboy, so I, I I like that for them. Um, how far that brings them though is a bit of an issue. You can say that teams that come in have been buffed with C9 and the WE one year, um, yeah. G2 as well, uh, but none of them have ever made the finals unless I'm forgetting something. No, they uh, haven't. Uh, I think the main reason why it's going to happen with Dam one more so than like other teams is one, just the groups that they're going to be in. Uh, I think it's actually better if they get Group B for both them and Fun Plus. I feel like if Fun Plus gets a free group, it's going to hurt them in quarters. And if they versus an actual good team, it might be like a huge change of pace, even with like scrims still being a thing. Just like going on stage where they're actually finally versing a top eight team, and the whole entire time before that they were playing against teams that were probably like what bottom sixteen or below. Like, if they get Splice, like, no offense to Splice, but I, I think that there's a huge gap between even Splice and Fnatic and G2. I mean, I don't think very many people would debate that. Yeah. Um, Splice is not on the G2 Fnatic level. Yeah, I, I don't think that's true. And I think, you know, Damwon is probably, probably you know, closer to Griffin and, and SKT than a lot of the third seeds are from their other one and twos from the region. I think China is I, also probably a little closer. I'd rate uh, Damwon over Griffin, as weird as that sounds. I feel like if they got to play a best of five in summer, I think they would have won, personally. Uh, like, just in general, Canyon, I believe, won MVP. Uh, yeah, and, like, Showmaker was super good. I think Showmaker outside of playoffs was the best mid in uh, LCK this, like, whole year. But Faker stepped up like crazy in playoffs, and Clit is insane and stepped up in playoffs, too. The, like, the Griffin versus Damwon point is an interesting one, and one that I've been struggling with personally. And I think... I'm probably a little too hard on Griffin for their, you know, quote unquote choking. Yes, they yeah. are playing in the finals every time, but the fact that they have never won a best of five in Korea, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think the bigger issue, uh, well, at least since they qualified for LCK, I think the bigger issue was the games that they played against even SKT. Yeah, uh, they don't even I, look I, good, right? Like these series aren't even close when they lose them. Like they, they look like they boom. You know, it's not like, ah, we went five games steer and battle them the whole way you know it's like they yeah. look like a different team 
and that's 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 why I think I I I, I definitely put them down. I'm not quite sure I'm, I'm with you yet where Damwon is better, but I, I'm not too far off either. Well, I think for one, uh, Showmaker specifically kind of had a rougher series against SKT, but I think that was partially champion pull and how well Clid played, not as necessarily just Faker outclass him. I think Faker did play better in that series, but just the the duo of them played really well. And I think that's part of where play-ins will come into effect is like they're, they're a young roster, you know, never been to Worlds. They just got into LCK. Being able to probably stomp on these teams, uh, hopefully, like at least from my point to be true, I would think that they would kind of shit on those teams uh, in plans. Being able to do that would allow them to, one, get stage experience and get more comfortable on stage. So that way when they get to, you know, groups, they're more comfortable. But then on top of that, it can help them develop some synergy, which I think that they've already been developing all season. And they just look better. Like uh, in the best of five against SKT, it was, you know, a little different. But if you look at even week nine, week 10, with the exception of the one week uh, or the one series that they dropped, like I think they 2-0'd SKT in week 10. And SKT didn't look weak in that 2-0. They just looked really convincing. Damwon did. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm on the Damwon hype train. You don't need to convince me that they're, they're good. I just... I just can't. I know that they beat us. You're just saying they beat SKT, but like I just can't see it happening because I, you like, come set. Like if if Damwon does get this kind of buff and they're as good as you and I think they are, then you know they're probably finishing first in Group D and maybe in Group B, but probably not. And then they're in second. It depends kind of on draw. So. Even if they are as good as you and I think, and and they do do well, I'm still looking at a top eight or top four finish for them. I don't see them taking it because I really do think SKT is better. Um, G2 is probably better in my book as well. Uh, I, and I then that One SK- Plus starts getting in there. I think SKT peaked kind of in uh, like LCK playoffs, as weird as it sounds. Just like some of the champions that are getting changed around, I feel like it really fit them. You got Faker back on mid assassins, and it's kind of what happened with Jensen and NA, where playing a Kali, but a Kali's not going to be nearly the same. Uh, it's the same thing that happened with Faker and Clid, where they got to play, you know, the mid assassin duo. Uh, I would, I, agree. I would agree if um, it was someone other than Faker, but I, I've seen him succeed yeah. on enough stuff. I'm not concerned. His Lulu, his Galio, his Orianas. You know, he's he's made game winning plays on literally all those champions. Yeah. Um, at, at not even just like team fighting plays, laning plays, roaming plays. Like he's so well rounded that like. I'm more concerned about the rest of the team regressing than Faker um, from anything. So I, I'm not quite with you there about about it affecting him. I agree that like when he has more agency, the better. You know, like when he yeah, can yeah, play I, Kianas I, I, and stuff, sure. But I, I don't I, think he's going to be worse. Like, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I just don't think he's going to be able to have the same impact that he did in the okay. LCK playoffs. And I think that Damwon just overall kind of, at least through the regular season. And I know that that's different, like the split versus playoffs. But during the split, they looked like, in my opinion, the best team outside of just week one when they, you know, went 0-2. So right, happened. and, and to, to your point, they should be getting more experience um, through this play-in system that, you know, they're, they're in. So, yep. you know, they, they have some leveling up to do, which is nice for a, a new team like Damwon. Uh, I just don't believe they'll get all the way to finals let alone win it. Um, but, you know, when you when you see him in finals, you're, you're, you're going to be back on the show. Trust me. For sure. Frag, uh, thanks so much for calling in. Anything you want to say? Uh, yeah, I wanted to say one more thing, not to, like, create, like, a topic or anything. Well, Mark has that... to drive to San Diego, so if it yeah. is a topic, but feel free to say something very quickly. 
Oh, okay. I think Group A, Griffin versus G2, is going to be some of the most fun games I've ever seen. Probably. Yeah. But, yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, thanks so much for calling in. All right. That is the show. A quick shout-out to Sadistic Nero, Hook, and Shiny Froki for their subs. Mark, anything you want to say? Nope. I'm going to be driving down to San Diego. I'll be driving up and back a little bit because I'm not doing anything on Thursday, so I might just fuck off. Um, but other than that, uh, I'm looking forward to TwitchCon a lot. Uh, thank you. And Mark and I are going to be at the Alienware booth on Friday. Stay tuned for more details. We will actually tweet about that. Neither one of us tweeted about the show today because we're terrible at our job. Look how but, good we did, though. But uh, stay tuned for that. If you're going to TwitchCon, be sure to come by and say hi. And uh, root for me in the TFT Rivals open bracket. I got I to gotta make this work. Uh, stick around if you're watching live. I need your help with something. It'll take 60 seconds. Uh, love you all. That's the show. <laughs>